Hello, thank you for joining us, Truly Audacious. This is Katia Felix. And I'm Barbara Nwehi. And we are so excited for you to be tuning in with us again. We have so much to talk about today. Oh yeah, we do. And we want to thank all of our already listeners. My goodness, we put out a quick, hey, let's just hit submit. And the feedback we got was, amazing we were overwhelmed by the comments and the support and the share and the likes and the hey where's your next one so we really really enjoy all of the support and all of the feedback that we've gotten so far well thank you thank you everyone indeed so today what are we talking about today well it's february so let's talk about love Love and marriage. No, not that. Maybe not marriage. I mean, hey, it could be all encompassing. Love and marriage. Love. Oh, how did you feel after this Valentine's Day that has like a double edge? Like some people are really, really excited, and some people it's just a reminder of, you know, their where they are in different relationships. So. So what do you think that's necessary um, for people to be doing during this month? Married and single people. So it's not it's not only something that married people need to like reflect on, but also people who are single, what can they do during this season? I love that you said that because I think when we talk about love, it's like, oh, only for those looking for love, but then those who are in relationships, like, um, are you in a place to receive love? Like, I feel like that's a topic for sure. Are you in a place to receive love? And what do we need to do? So we last week, we, last time we discussed about self-evaluation, mm. recognizing if we're in a place to receive love, maybe the first thing that we need to recognize, we need to do a self-evaluation in ourselves. Right. Um, and a lot of times we don't take ownership of where we are in our lives, right? And what we could handle versus what we can handle, who we could invite versus who we cannot invite. Um, so I think the first thing that people need to do is take an assessment on their lives. I think we're, we're always gonna go back to that assessment thing, that mm. self-evaluation thing, because that is so crucial um, to growth in our lives, to self-development, to just being the best version of yourselves. Because sometimes we have silent, um, we have we have uh, invisible barriers around us that mm. we we're not recognizing, and we just need to own it. I and agree. sadly, we have a lot of barriers. If you talk to uh, uh, if you talk to your friends or your family or your loved ones or even a significant other, they will tell you those barriers. So, <laughs> um, yeah. self awareness is very crucial to see if we if we are even in a place to receive love. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much baggage that comes from the past and just what we carry, right? What we carry on a day to day. If you were preparing for anything, it would be like, hey, am I in a place to to receive that? Is there room? Is this empty enough? Have I decluttered enough to be able to receive something else? And if that something else is love, are you in a place? Are you decluttered enough, right? To, to receive love, new love, um, a different kind of love. Yeah. And sadly, um, 
you know, because of past relationships, a lot of us carry a lot of baggage, right? And uh, we don't even recognize the baggages and the loads that we carry, all past fears or hurts. or, And some of us just bring that stuff into new relationships or friendships, or we just don't even know how to truly love or what that actually means. And our love sometimes could be a little bit dysfunctional, sadly. Yes. I love that you're, we're just not talking about re- romantic love altogether. Yes. How we love other uh, other women right I was in a circle group the other day and it was just like you know oh women are women are not really friends with women for a long time it's usually shade or it's usually this or that it's like no I've been in long-term relationships with women who I love and it really did take a lot of that self-evaluation self-decluttering taking out all of the junk that that makes sisterhoods kind of like frowned upon so what causes that you know what causes that fear because that fear is birthed out of somewhere you know um i want us to like try to dig deeper to figure out where where are these baggages stemming from where are we picking these things up i think it's um one, there, there's all this stigma around uh, women being in friendships, right? Uh, I'd rather be friends with just guys because women come with trauma or drama. And um, I don't know, maybe it's birth from social media. Maybe it's birth from just our own past hurts, right? And now we generalize those hurts to every single relationship. Oh, I... Um, this other woman hurt me in the past. So now all women are seen as being ones that can't be loved or that I can't love or receive love from. And and those barriers is not only women relationships and friendships with your girlfriends or anything like that. It could be relationships with your siblings or your parents. Um, I had coworkers not speak to their parents for years or a sibling. Like that happens in our, in our communities and communities everywhere. So it's like, what? What is it that bring, brings about these barriers in our relationships that for some apparent reason we can't overcome? What is the root cause? In every problem, um, we always try to figure out what the root cause is. And I think in developing healthy relationships and decluttering effectively, we need to figure out the root cause, cause of our clutter in the first place. What is the root cause of that? Mm. And we can't do that until we unpack ourselves, right? We can't invite other people in until we start to find out, okay, do I love me, right? Do I love me enough to allow someone else to love me? Or can I show love to someone if I don't even know how to do it to myself? And I know that we're going to talk about self-love in in another um, episode, but bringing this back to that evaluation and declutter and root cause it's doing some inner work it's doing some self-work and seeing okay what are some of the uh, roadblocks if I find like every single relationship that I'm ending in um, ends right or they become toxic then maybe and this this may be something. And you're going to say right? it. You're about to I'm say gonna it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Maybe. And you, you usually say this, right? Maybe it's you, right? Yes. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're and the problem. Maybe. And and I know that's hard to hear. And we're not trying to, to, to be mean girls or anything like that. No, but... no, no. And that's, and, 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 and accepting that truth is not 
and you know, and we say with all love and sincerity, right? Absolutely. It's not bashing. It's just really, you know, if you if you love someone, you tell them the honest truth. And I think that evaluation, that part of our evaluation, we have to really say, hey, is it me? Am I the problem? Right. <laughs> because no. if, if, you, if you evaluate and every relationship is toxic, like you have trust issues with um, siblings, you have trust issues with your husband, your boyfriend, your your coworkers. Your there's no one that you could trust. Maybe just maybe you're maybe. the problem. Maybe, maybe, and then doing that work, whether it be uh, therapy or you know just taking some time to meditate and fast or pray or being wise counsel to doing some of that inner work to find out. Okay, I'm at a point that it may be me. Yes, or hurt, right? Right. You know, because you make, because you, because you know, trauma could change a person easily. Yes. So a person that was very trustworthy and very kind and sweet and you know outgoing could change in a minute if they experience some sort of trauma at the hands of an individual, and it could Absolutely. change the way you deal with people, especially in relationships. So evaluating, maybe did I go through something that changed or altered the way I receive love from? people yes. or how I treat people because maybe that may be the issue and it's yep. not really it's you but it's an underlying issue that's um, 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 allowing you to react like this I guess you know um, oh, and it's no fault of your own it's trauma um, right and this is the result of trauma right um, I agree I agree and you know sometimes and I think you and I different conversations sometimes it's that scroll not just scrolling through social media I mean that's the most prevalent um, analogy that I could use but we scroll through life like something happens we don't process it we don't do the get into another relationship something happens trauma happens hurt happens um, we don't process it we go on and then now we're in situations where my goodness I can't find a way to love or I love I can't receive it and it's because we just go from one to another not taking time to go okay let me reevaluate what took place what was my own work in this and we can edit that out what was my own work in this how did I contribute to this relationship not working out well what are some of the things that for what was I accountable for in this relationship where I fell short and if you don't do that then you'll go into another relationship or a similar relationship and and not being able to work through those things yeah exactly um and so <laughs> the thing about the self-evaluation and self-awareness sometimes you don't even realize that um, you 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 had experienced some sort of trauma that altered the way that you are right and you're like mm -hmm. you think that it's normal because you've always been a, a certain way um but the the reality is the behavior is not normal and there's nothing normal about it right um, um, so self-awareness and self-evaluation and just, I don't know, this is like so, so deep and so many layers. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out which direction we could take this because there's so many layers. 
to yeah. this um, point that there's so many layers, there's so many, and I don't want to skim over it because I think it's very sensitive, right? It's like very mm-hmm. sensitive, and I, I I'm, 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 I want to be very intentional about what I say because, because um, we're we're not coming from a plate of bashing women. We're really coming from a place of love because we really want to pull you out of wherever you are, right? Um, so that you can receive everything that God has for you because clearly and you know you know there's this lie that goes around that says um um I don't need anybody right um I don't need friends I am so (laughs) Um, over that culture like the uh, the cancel culture of friends I'm cutting you off cutting everyone off that is a lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> it is. Like, we need community. We need people. I need Barbara. Barbara needs me. I need my neighbor across the street. You know? <laughs> I, need, I need people. And even the word of God, and I'm just going to go back to what the word of God says, even right. God said it himself that it is not good for man to be alone. And that alone is not only in terms of relationship, in terms of marriage, but it's in terms of relationship. God has created us to be in relationship Relationships, to be relationships, not only the man and female, but relationships with people. It's uh, not good yeah. for us to be alone, right? And that that notion that I could do life by myself is a lie from the pit of hell. It is. Isolation as you, is as you evaluate one. your life, right? So that person, and I'm speaking to that person who is doing their life by themselves. As you evaluate your life, how much stronger are you? Like, mm. how much better are you? How much further along are you? Right. It would be so much easier if you just circle or surrounded yourself with people that would be able to help you on this journey because it was never meant for you to do this journey alone. And when I talk about journey, I'm not talking about, oh, sis, go get married, go get yourself a man. I'm, talk- I'm talking about develop a relationship <laughs> right. with someone, right? That's yeah. that's that's going to be able to sustain you on this journey, right? Absolutely. And where, so that could be your mother, that could be your father, that could be your sibling, that could be a friend, that could be a coworker, that could be a neighbor. But relationships, the 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 rela- relationships are essential, are yeah. essential to your journey. Agreed. Uh, just yesterday, I was reading an article about socialization and. Um, the study shows that people who are around people more, right? People who are around people more tend to live, outlive people who isolate themselves and are part of this, what I see as this whole cutoff, deleting people, blocking people culture that's saying, I'm going to do me and I don't need to love anyone. I don't need to be loved by anyone. And it, it's so toxic to to our, our human existence to to buy into this type of thinking of I'm okay I can do it all by myself and not being in a place to receive love and I like that you said that it's toxic and it's a lie right it's toxic (laughs) and a lie right so so part of our declutter is we need to recognize the lies that we have adopted to our lives we have adopted so many lies and um, that that society has placed on us and we have embraced it as our own. And these lies are de- detrimental to our lives and in our future and to our growth. Absolutely. So as we declutter, like it's so essential to identify lies. So that that um, Lone Ranger lie, right? That I can mm. myself is a lie. And it's time that we exist. 
you need to declutter that thing. You right. need to abolish that thing. You need Unpack to that it. thing. Yes. You, you need to surround yourself with people because, sis, you cannot do it by yourself. You can. Cannot. Cannot. Our audacious message to you as we wrap up today. Um, just like this is definitely like you said something that we need to tap more into and maybe our followers can go ahead and give us more of your comments what are your thoughts about this um and we can have a conversation about it but our audacious message um i think for me would be go out and right be bold enough be audacious enough to do that inner work and also trust somebody Allow somebody in. Allow somebody in. Yeah. Get, get rid of the barriers, right? Get rid of the mm-hmm. barriers. Get rid of the barriers. Allow someone to come into your space. It's okay. It you is. Be, okay. You could be vulnerable enough to allow somebody to come in. Yeah. So that's what we have for today. Go out. Be your most audacious self. We will be back. Uh, we will not tell you when we'll be back because you all continue to bombard us in a good way. We love it. Um, with hey, when's the next? We stay tuned for our next one. But for now, be your most audacious self. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye bye. Hello. Hello again. So we just ended our podcast and decided to do an encore, not even an encore, an addendum, because we need to process some things for ourselves. <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> it really is. So much. Um, so as we were talking, and I was thinking about like decluttering and just self-evaluation and self-awareness, you know, and trauma that you probably experienced that you probably never really um you you identify it but you probably really never really dealt with it is the word right um and so a lot of times we put trauma underneath the rug and we don't deal with it or we think we dealt with it but it's not really dealt with so I'm thinking about my own things that I went through as a young lady and my father not being part of my life so recently last year as you know my father passed away um, so I had a, um, like a, you know, an open relationship with my father, you know, as an adult, we talk and anything he needs, I'm there for him. And I thought that all issues or animosity that I had towards him was removed, right? And it was dealt with because I was good, right? But when he passed away, Barbara, it was like, <laughs> I've mm. never experienced loss like that. Mm. And I was just so surprised by the way I responded because I never thought I would respond like that. You know, I felt like part of me died. And mind you, I didn't even have a a relationship with my father like that, but there was so much unanswered questions and closure that I needed that I realized, oh my goodness, I had so many things buried that I unresolved issues that I didn't even resolve. So it's like receiving love, you know, there's some things that you think they're resolved, but they're not. Um, there's some unresolved stuff. And unless we dig deep, 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 and not just deal with things on the surface, because we're we're so good at dealing with issues or problems at a surface level, but we're not really willing to go deeper. Right. And so is it that I'm resistant towards 
this or this other situation or this other relationship or whatever it is and I can I can definitely relate that things in the past um even really getting into a relationship at first with my husband he tells this story yes. all the time so I never told him my real name <laughs> never told him where I was really from never because there was like this hmm men are out here they're uh you know I, I need to protect myself and yeah. I'm not saying go out there and tell everybody your name and yes and put it there but then I needed to look back like wait a minute I know he laughs at this but what was going on why I was very very resistant like no name no phone yes. number wrong address like all of it um so there was that that uh, resistance and I think that comes from somewhere and being able to do the work and looking every time he tells the story to his friends I'm like gosh you know what that was really wrong like I really didn't anything um and that and why do you be- think you didn't tell him anything because deep in your heart because when you tell me this story deep in your heart when you met him you you knew something like <laughs> it was a fear of that feeling that you had when you met him that you didn't want to commit to that Absolutely. You didn't want to fully commit to what you were feeling on the inside. Because from the inside, you already knew. So- Wait, oh no. <laughs> so your response right. that, that was happening internally was like, you know what? Let's just stop this right here. Because I don't want to open up myself right to love. Like I don't want to open myself to the possibility that this could possibly be the one. So in a, the, your response was, wrong phone number, don't call me. But internally, there was something happening that you felt magic happening. But your mind didn't want to allow what your heart and your spirit was feeling. Absolutely. fear just like tried to, and I'm glad it didn't win that day. Right. It tried to cripple you. And Kathy, I think, uh, Kathy, I'm sorry, for for our listeners, uh, Kathy and I have been friends for a long time, <laughs> but um, so it's hard for me to say Katia, which is her name. Um, so you'll hear me go back and forth, but I'm being very, very conscious to uh, just call her Katia. So you'll hear me slip up a little bit. But Katia, I think um, what happened in that moment was, wow, this is getting real. This yeah. is the possibility love and that for me was so overwhelming and I thought I was in a place to receive it but then even the things that I did were almost in self-sabotage like this can't be real right okay I'm gonna put all these blocks and barriers to this being the actual thing and all right and put like this stupid test of real faith like okay well if he really loves me then he's gonna do this and if he doesn't do a or b then that means it's not or Okay, so he said he was going to call. Oh, he called at 8.05. That means he's not really interested. You know, all these things that kind of sabotage where I knew I wanted to be and where I knew it was headed. But then I put all these blocks, my own blocks, um, triggered by my own fears, fears. Oh insecurities that could have possibly ended in us not even being in a relationship. Wow. Now I look back 11 years later, it's like, gosh, you know, thank goodness that it did work out. And I was able to let my guards down and I was able to really um, look into, okay, what's going on? Am I? And he was persistent too. So that. that so thank God he was persistent. But how, how about the one that's not persistent? How about those friendships or those 
relationships, those potential husbands that are out there or boyfriends or whatever. Like how, how, how about those, those people that are not persistent and get tired of the self-sabotaging that we right. create? Like we create, we create it in these relationships. So, you know, uh, um, so what if that continue to follow you? Like, what if it continues to follow me? Like the, the whatever self-sabotaging behavior that I respond to as a result to like some kind of trauma or something or fears or insecurities that I continue um, to bring in relationships. Like yeah. what if somebody's not patient enough? And just like, you know what? This is dysfunctional. I'm not going to do this. Continue. Uh, this woman I spoke to, she said, you know what? I don't feel like the relationship is exciting enough unless we're having an argument. And I had to look back. And, wow. Wait, where is that coming from? So to be some inner work. Where is that stemming from? Why does the relationship need like this chaos and this drama for it to be one that you feel invigorated by like where's that stemming from right yes. so gosh I know we keep our podcast long but this was definitely uh and another thing as we started to really just process and show us show you our truest selves and be vulnerable ourselves in, in sharing our stories um, and it's, I don't know, stories are important, right? Because um, mm -hmm. it just sheds light um, right. in moments that are dark, right? Um, I, I love that you shared that story about when you met Des because, you know, there's so many people that's in that same predicament, right? Yeah. Um, they're sabotaging relationships or they're sabotaging marriages because of fear. Right. Um, and they're not committed to it. They already go in with a preconceived notion that it's not going to last. Correct. Right. They already go into marriages thinking if you do this or you do that or you do this, it's, it's, it's already conditional even before you said, I do. Right. <laughs> it's just so, and it stems from whatever it is that you went through in your past and you have all these these okay you have to do this and you have to do that and it's like and when if you don't do this it's over and it's just like man that's is 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 that love is that is that is that even commitment are you right. even do you even know how to love right and you know i i always say that people throw that word love so loosely right and I think, I remember, um, I think last week we were talking about that subject love. Love is so, it, it encompasses so many different things. There's yeah. so many different variables to what love is, right? Mm -hmm. say love is patient, love is kind, love suffers long. Yeah. And you know, in our society, that part of love suffering is just a non-factor. Oh, because you go, because it's like, I don't know well, if we want to go there because Michelle Obama was in trouble <laughs> going and saying, hey, you know what? Love suffers long. Like sometimes it, it, it it's those painful moments, right? Being able to, you know, traverse through those moments. And that's, that's, that's loving the person through even the hard times. That doesn't yeah. exist anymore. No, that <laughs> doesn't exist. And it goes with that love. cut of culture too. Yeah, so <laughs> the cut of culture, so, so when we say love is patient. So are we patient with our friends? Are yeah. we patient with what they do? Like, you know, just that, you know, we, we expect everyone around us to be perfect, but if we really evaluate our lives, we're not perfect either. We got no. some skeletons, we got some issues. Right. <laughs> we got some underlying issues. So that patience that come with love, you, you, you'll be able to, grant somebody else right right so we wanted to get that off our chest so segment will be called and another thing 
as we uh, wrap up our uh, session or section today, uh, as we wrap up our episode on Are You in a Place to Receive Love? Go out there and be your truly or till next time.